In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, Happy New Year, everyone, and I am very happy that we are gathered here to celebrate uh, this Mass of the Solemnity of the Blessed Virgin Mary uh, as we are welcoming in the year 2018. I hope it is uh, a year of holiness, of good fortune, uh, and growth in faith for all of us. There is this phrase in St. Paul's letter to the Galatians where he says, born of a woman, born under the law. And that phrase can seem as though those two clauses, born of a woman and then born under the law, could be sort of equivalent, as though they're simply trying to establish uh, the humanity of Jesus, the fact that he was, uh, you know, a human being, although he was, of course, also The Son of God, as the previous uh, sentence in St. Paul's letter specifies, but the idea that he was also, of course, uh, truly human. So simply to say that he was born of a woman. He was born under the law like any uh, Jewish man would have been. But in fact, these things, these two clauses express uh, two different ideals. Because, of course, we say that Jesus was born under the law, but then his purpose was to ransom those under the law. So, of course, it's showing us that the law, although the law did contain uh, eternal divine elements, moral truths that are still applicable to us uh, in the New Covenant, uh, when, when the word under the law or the law is used uh, you know, colloquially by um, you know, the scriptural authors, they're referring, of course, you know, to the many uh, rules and prohibitions Uh, ceremonial and dietary and so forth that the Jews observed and which they felt was uh, a great burden, something that was impossible or nearly impossible for them to keep well. And so, of course, we know that Jesus came to free people from that kind of obedience to the law in order that they become uh, sons and daughters of God who could live instead not the law of Moses, but the law of charity. And so to say that he was born under the law, yes, he was, but he was also meant you know, to free his followers from obedience to that kind of law. But of course, born of a woman, that expresses something, something deeper, something more profound, and something quite eternal. Because of course, the genealogy of the human person is baked into their identity. It would be the case that if we didn't know the specifics of the law in the Old Testament uh, that Jesus overcame, if we didn't know uh, the fact that the Jews could not eat pork or that they couldn't eat shellfish or that they couldn't have a cloth woven from two different types of threads, it wouldn't be that really germane. It's interesting. It's, it's important to our, you know, the fullness of our theology, but it's, it's not particularly germane to uh, what we have to understand under the new covenant. But to not know who Jesus was, and of course that's why we are given you know, his genealogy going all the way back to Adam through David uh, and then through the Babylonian exile to show us that you know, he was fully and completely a member of the human community, that he was a man uh, born uh, you know, in the fullness of the unfolding of the human race. And so this is something that, you know, we needed to know, that we need to understand to recognize that Jesus is fully human and that, of course, his obedience uh, unto death on the cross 
was salvific for us because just as humans had sinned and fallen short, the perfection of his human effort to overcome sin, to be obedient uh, unto death is what is uh, our salvation. And so we recognize the key role that the Blessed Virgin Mary played in this unfolding. The fact that she was the one specially prepared by a grace to keep our Lord free even from, you know, the association with sin. Of course, we know that a child in the womb, uh, you know, he or she uh, is one with the mother, that he or she is uh, sharing uh, really the same flesh. Although they're two different persons, two, two individual persons, they are conjoined in a way that expresses, uh, you know, completely that sense of, uh, of, of, of jointness, that sense of their being, uh, you know, completely, the child completely dependent upon the mother. And so, of course, you know, God would want to protect uh, his only begotten son even from uh, the stain of sin. So, of course, he specially prepared uh, the Blessed Mother so that she would be without sin, so that she could bring the Christ into the world uh, without even uh, the stain of sin by association, uh, you know, with uh, his, his human parent, his human mother. And so this is why, of course, everything that we know and understand uh, about Mary is something that teaches us something about Christ. Just as if we were to look at a person's genealogy, if we were to look at uh, all of their ancestors, all of those things would tell us something about who that person, uh, that ultimate person, that last person on the line was. If we were to know everything about your parents, your grandparents, your great-grandparents, and so forth, we would probably know quite a lot about you. And so in the same way, if we know something uh, about uh, the Blessed Virgin Mary, if we understand that she received this grace as a special dispensation from God so that she could bring Christ into the world, we understand more fully who Christ is. And when we can understand the way in which the Blessed Mother lived a life of closeness, of obedience, of reverence, uh, and and service to our Lord, we recognize, of course, uh, what it means to be a true disciple of Christ, what it means to live uh, in that uh, full association with our Lord, not as uh, someone who is distant from us, but someone who is uh, close to us, someone who, uh, to the Blessed Virgin Mary, she was, uh, or he was a son to her, just as, you know, he was, of course, uh, her Lord and Savior, just as uh, he is to us. To us, you know, we are not, uh, none of us are the mother uh, of Jesus, but all of us are his brothers and sisters. Because he adopted our humanity, we can look to him as our brother and sister and recognize the way in which he has saved us and in which our closeness to him, our devotion to him, and our love for him is our own salvation. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.